0: By all rights, I should absolutely loathe this episode. It's all about this annoying little electricity monster that Megatron creates to cause trouble. I don't know, maybe it's my blind spot for episodes written by David Wise. Or maybe I just appreciate it when they actually try to be funny instead of just making us laugh by failing to be serious. The story gets underway immediately, and it doesn't waste any time trying to explain what the hell happened here. Megatron was playing with some electrodes, and the next thing you know, sentient electricity gremlin. I guess this is a common hazard when working with Cybertronian equipment because nobody seems particularly concerned with the notion that life has been created. Most of the concern derives from the fact that the little guy is annoying as hell, which makes sense given that we're dealing with a race of robots that run on electricity. And honestly, he's nowhere near as annoying as Powerglide, Warpath, Chip, and a few choice characters from Season 3. Going by Pokemon rules, Megatron decides that the thing's name must be Crimzik since that's all he seems to say. Yes, Kremzeek. You will be my ultimate weapon against the Autobots. Dude, are you even trying anymore? In the 30 seconds that Megatron has to deal with Krim Zeke, he works out that all he needs to keep it under control is some kind of magic shielded box. The Autobots, despite having twice the personnel, including a dedicated scientist, never seem to work this one out. So Megatron boards Thrust, Thrust, and takes his magic box with him. Apparently this military jet with the single cockpit has a roomy passenger compartment inside it somewhere. S- subspace. So the gift arrives at Autobot HQ like so much flaming dog poo. He makes short work of the Autobots, then takes a flying leap into Teletran 1. What in the world? Chocolate rations down two grams, double plus ungood. You hear that? He said double plus ungood. David Wise got Orwellian on our asses. I love that guy. So Zeke jumps into the screen and appears in the location depicted. I guess by riding the broadcast beam or something. It doesn't matter. He can jump into the TV. We get it. Sparkplug, hey, remember him, works out a way to insulate the few Autobots who manage to avoid getting Kremzeeked, and they're off to Japan in Omega Supreme, whom they don't feel the need to insulate. Nah, why bother? What could go wrong? Oh, right, that could go wrong. This is example number 31 in a series of why Optimus Prime is the worst leader ever and deserves to die. Meanwhile, Megatron prepares his latest invention, an energy magnet. Don't worry, I don't think they know what the hell it's supposed to be, either. Kremzik runs wild through the streets of Tokyo, fucking up some dude's Walkman on the way. Because remember, he's an ultimate weapon. Take that, Japanese guy's portable tape player. He also messes up this arcade with the sumo wrestler working the door. Hey, I've never been to Japan. I don't know that it's not exactly like that. Next, he hits an electronics manufacturing plant. This is presumably for the parents in the audience, who really appreciated a little vicarious damage to the mighty Japanese corporate behemoth. If you're not old enough to remember 1985, you probably won't understand that. The Autobots have to answer to this most honorable Japanese engineer, oh lord, and they feed him a story about a creature made of pure energy that sounds totally made up. Now okay, we know it's true, but that doesn't seem to help sell the idea any less. Mostly it just looks like the Autobots traveled halfway around the world to smash up a TV factory, then blame that not-me guy from Family Circus. I wouldn't put it past them. The engineer guy speculates that radio waves might do the trick, and on cue Blaster pops open his chest and invites him to fiddle with his knobs. Uh, huh? Somehow, despite the fact that we spent precious scream time insulating the Autobots, Kremzeek leaps into Blaster, who then feeds him more energy to make him more powerful. Now, the logic behind any of this could have been easily explained with a line or two of exposition. But no time! Multicolored gremlins spill out like so many Lucky Charms marshmallows, and presumably each one of them heads for a different Walkman. So the Autobots put together some kind of trap involving a power plant, I don't know. Fortunately, it backfires and they merge into a single giant Kremzeek. Gee, who saw that coming? That trick's entirely new to Transformers. We've never seen smaller things combine into one giant, powerful thing. Oh, look. Godzilla reference. That is also another thing that nobody saw coming. At all. Inferno charges in with his white goo, but Kremzik's having none of it, which makes him two for two rejecting stale one-trick Autobot problem-solving. Good for you, little guy. Really, though, how are they possibly going to stop this thing? There doesn't seem to be any conceivable... Oh, yeah, the old B-story-bites-the-A-story-on-the-ass-at-the-last-minute trick. That's a little ironic, I guess. Or whatever. Yeah, not one of Mr. Wise's best efforts, I'm afraid. They do kill Kremzik, though, and they even make a point of having Bumblebee suddenly develop sympathy for it just before they do. That's kind of cool, at least. Somewhat. In a way. Oh, but then another one jumps out of Blaster, and here we go again! Ugh, fuck you, episode. Fuck you very much. <laughs> Asian flingos have invaded supermarkets across the planet. They have come to steal Earth's ammonia.